Hey there, welcome to the fall edition of Hebrew Club, Moadon Ivri. That's Club Hebrew. All right, double entendre for you new guys. Club Hebrew, we defeat Hebrew with the club. All right. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody. We are um, continuing our uh, reading of 2 Samuel. And we're in chapter 3, verse 14. And again, for those of you who are new, I'll pause. I read the verse, then I translate it and parse some of the verbs and then ask if there's any questions. So feel free to ask any questions about the text. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll be happy to have a discussion here about that kind of stuff. I try to cover between 8 and 10 verses. If you need to leave cause to go to class or whatever, um, feel free to get up and go whenever you want. We're kind of free around here. Um, we left off at the end of the summer with verse 13, so let me kind of catch you up here. If you remember, in the first part of this book where we are at, there is war between the house of David and the house of Saul. Both Saul and Jonathan have passed away. Remember, David was a very prominent uh, general already and had a huge following, especially in Judah in the south, whereas Saul still had his loyal supporters in the north. And uh, in uh, this chapter, remember, Abner was Saul's general, and Ishbosheth was Saul's son who was vying for power and was in power in Israel. So you had Ishbosheth, Saul's descendant, versus David. Abner was supporting Ishbosheth, his general. Now in chapter 3, if you will remember, um, Abner, the general, um, took the concubine of Saul, Rizpah. Okay, Rizpah, uh, that means hot coal, by the way. It's kind of an interesting name for the concubine, hot coal. Um, and so Abner went into the king's harem and took Rizpah. Ishbosheth took exception to this. All right, because remember, when you take over someone's concubines, it's kind of an act of authority over them. It's a, you know, strong move politically, saying I'm the one in charge. Ishbosheth didn't like it. Abner says, "Who are you to talk to me like the head of a dog?" See, so then Abner shifts his loyalty to David. He decides that he's going to work, you know, to bring Israel into David's camp and obviously then eventually unite Israel and Judah. So the north and the south at this time were kind of at, at odds with each other. Um, so where we left off, uh, David agreed to this uh, on the condition that when Abner comes to visit him, he brings Michael, his wife. If you will recall earlier, way back in 1 Samuel, Saul had given his daughter Michael to David for a wife. And then um, David... Um, had paid the bride price for her, and Saul uh, gave her to another man instead. And so David wanted her back, and he said, Abner, you know, I'll make a treaty with you on the condition that uh, Michael comes. Okay, and that's where we pick it up on verse, in verse 14. So we're still in tension between Abner, David, uh, north and south here. And something very interesting will happen. Probably get to it next week. So we're on verse 14. Vayishlach David Malkim El Ishbosheth ben Shaul Emor. Tenaet Ishtiet Michal Asher Erasti Li Bemea Arlot Pelishtim. Okay. Starting at the beginning then. Uh, then David sent Vayishlach. 
And David sent Malachim messengers to Ishbosheth. Ishbosheth. Notice that the name translates man of shame. So Bosheth is probably uh, a, a substitute for man of Baal or Baal man. See? Uh, so man of shame. Um, son of Saul saying, Ten up, give. See the root there from Natan? Tena is a call imperative uh, masculine singular. Notice that there's a hay at the end of it. Remember, verb forms like cohortatives usually have the hays at the end, but here you have imperatives. It's very common to put a hay at the end of an imperative as well. So it's just uh, normally you would see this written as tav nun, but here it's tav nun hay. Okay? So tena, give ishti, give my wife. At Michal, Michael, whom a rasti, whom I betrothed. What's the root? Everybody see the root of a rasti? Someone tell me. Yarash. Not Yarash. Close. It's actually Aleph Resh Sin. Arash. This is a PL perfect. First common singular. A rasti. Okay? So David sent messengers to Ishbosheth, son of Saul, saying, Give. Give my wife, Michael, whom I have betrothed Lee to myself. Okay? In exchange for. Now, notice when you give something in exchange for something else, you use the bait. In exchange for Maya, that's the number 100, 100 Arlot, four skins of the Philistines. If you remember in 1 Samuel 18, that's when David got the four skins. Uh, you can imagine he didn't, they didn't give it over willingly. So the Philistines probably didn't survive the scalping, so to speak. Um, so anyway, he had paid 104 skins. He wanted his wife. I mean, you can imagine. I mean, that's a lot of work if you think about it. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, any questions about verse, in verse 14 about the grammar or uh, vocabulary or anything? It's fairly simple. All right. All right, verse 15. Va'yishlach ishbosheth. Okay. Then Ishbosheth sent, again from Shalak, then Ishbosheth sent and Yikacheha took her. See the root of Yikacheha? Very common word. Anyone? What is it? Lakach. Remember this Lamed verb behaves like a first nunit. The, the Lamed assimilates, and that's why you have the Dagish and the Kach. Va'yikacheha, and he took her me'im from Ish, from her husband, from her man. Okay. Notice again, Hebrew likes to squish prepositions together, so the me'im is min plus im. In English, you can't say from with. See, you might say from the side of or something, but just from uh, her husband, me'im. Again, you have it from Paltiel. That's the name of the guy. Notice it means, palat means to save or to rescue, ale. So God uh, saved me or God is my savior, rescuer. Son of Laish. All right, questions on 15? All right, good. Verse 16. This is kind of sad here. Vayelek itesha halok uvako acharecha Ad Bahurim Vayomari Lav Avner Lake Shu Vayashov. Okay. Vayelik. And um, he went with her, Isha, her husband. 
Notice that the subject is Isha, preposition, or the, is in between. So her husband went from Halak, five consecutive call. Her husband went with her. So notice as Michael was going, her husband, Paltiel, went with her. Now notice the next construction, the words Halok u Vako. Both of those are call infinitive absolutes. Notice the form Halok. Notice that the um, holum is written with a modern letter. In Bako, it's also a call. Infinitive absolute just doesn't have the modern letter. So it's Halok u Vako. Notice the forms are exactly the same. One from Halak, one from Baka. All right. Baka means to weep. When Hebrew, this is a very kind of uh, easy way when um, Hebrew wants to indicate simultaneous actions. It very often will use uh, infinitive absolutes together like this. So literally it's her husband went with her walking and weeping. See, walking and weeping. In English we'd probably say something like her husband went with her weeping as he walked. See, so it's kind of a sad picture. All right, and then the achareha um, after her. So in other words, you translate the whole line, her husband went with her, um, weeping as he walked after her. Ad Bahurim, up until Bahurim, it's the name of a place. Up until Bahurim, it's a little northeast of Jerusalem, supposedly. All right. So her husband went with her, weeping as he walked after her all the way up until Bahurim. So you can imagine Michael's going being escorted and there comes Patael, a few steps behind her, weeping along the way. It's very, all right? So now notice how this, this little episode ends. It's just so typical. Then Abner said to him, Vayomere lav Avner. Then said to him Abner, Lake Shuv. Okay, notice Lake is the call imperative from Halak. And then Shuv is the call imperative from Shuv. Okay, so lake here functions as kind of an interjection. Um, uh, go on, turn away. Lake, shuv. Notice two imperatives together. Go on, turn away. Vayashov. And so we went. <laughs> um, Vayashov. What's the root of Vayashov? Shuv again. It's from shuv. All right. Call. Uh, vav consecutive imperfect. Why is there a holum there and not a kibbutz or something like that? Notice that it is in pause at the end of the verse, so the vowel lengthens from to shov, vayashov. When a, when a verb is in pause, remember, the vowel will lengthen, um, and that's what you have here from the shuruk to the holam. All right? So it's so funny how it ends up. You know, Abner says, time to go, and he went. Um, Abner had a lot of power, if you remember. I mean, he was a powerful man. Probably when he said something, Paltiel said, okay, I better. All right, any questions on 16? Because you have a respect for a guy who can throw yeah. some blood his spear. Exactly, through while you're on the run. Yeah, <laughs> after warning him, you better get away. <laughs> Verse 17. Udivar Avner, haya im zikne Israel lemor, gam tamo gam shil shom, Heyitem mevakshim et David lemelech alikem. Okay. Uh, 
Udavar, then the word of Abner was with the elders, the Zikne, the elders of Israel, saying. Okay? It's kind of an interesting way of saying it. It doesn't say that he spoke. It's kind of a roundabout way. The word of Abner was with the elders of Israel. And you wonder if what it means is that Abner sent messengers all right, to talk with the elders of Israel, saying, now here's another idiom, very interesting, gam timol, gam shilshom. Timol is an adverb that means previously, and shilshom means in time past, sometimes more specifically the day before yesterday. Very often, the timol and shilshom occur together to mean something like previously. All right. You have a few other places, like three other places that I found where you have gam temol, gam shilshom. So I don't know if there's supposed to be a little emphasis uh, added. I mean, if you do it very woodenly, it's also previously, um, also in time past. All right. But idiomatically, what it means is um, up to this point or hitherto, Okay, Heyitem, you were Mevakshim, you were seeking David. Notice the Heyitem is what's the root? Haya, call, second masculine plural. What's the Mevakshim? What kind of word is that? Good. Piel parsable from Bakash. Notice the mem at the beginning. Piel parsable from Bakash. Haya in uh, combination with the participle, you would translate something like. Uh, past progressive, you were seeking. So up to this point or hitherto, you have been seeking or were seeking David to be Melech, king over you. So notice that Abner uh, seems to acknowledge that even the leaders of Israel wanted David for their ruler, not Ishbosheth. All right? And so now Abner is going to propose the plan. And notice the first thing that he did was got Michael to go back to David, which is what David demanded before Abner can appear to him. Okay? Questions through 17. All right, number 18. asu ki amar el David lemor David abdi Israel kol Okay. So now asu, do it. This is a call imperative from Asa to make or to do. So now do it. For Yahweh said to David, saying, and I quote, by the hand of David my servant, Hoshea. Um, this form is, notice the root is from Yasha. And it's a Hiphil form. Everybody see that it's a Hiphil form? It can be either a third masculine perfect he saved, or an infinitive construct. Notice just the form out of context. All right. Um, notice the footnote. There's a flag on the play. If you look under 18a, notice that most or a, a lot of manuscripts and versions, instead of having Hoshia, have an Aleph instead of the Hey. I will save, which makes sense. Most translations translate it this way. Um, so they would translate, do it, for Yahweh said to David, by the hand of David my servant, I will save my people Israel. See, that's how it's translated. 
So if you take it as an infinitive construct, you can kind of get the same meaning, but um, to take it as a perfect hyphial, it would be my servant David has saved or saved uh, my people, which doesn't seem to make much sense in this context. Does everybody see what I'm saying? That's why if you read this in translation, most translations will say, translate, I will save my people Israel from the hand of the Philistines and from all Oivahem, their enemies. Okay. Questions through 18? Anything? Yes? First singular. That's basically saying many manuscripts have this reading, Aleph, Vav, Shin, and then the versions, like the Greek versions. Uh, so if you look in the Septuagint, it would probably have the first person singular of the Greek. Okay. Good. Anything else? All right. Verse 19. Vayedaber gam avner beozne binyamin. Vayedek gam avner ledaber beozne David bechevron. Et kol asher tov beene Yisrael. See, now notice Avner is being very political here. He's doing a lot of work to try to get the kingdom consolidated. It's very interesting. Then Avner also spoke. Vayedaber. Okay, PL perfect, Vav consecutive from Davar. Then Avner also spoke into the ears of Benjamin. Remember, the tribe of Benjamin is what he's talking about. And obviously, it means the leaders of Benjamin. And then he went, Vayelech from Halak. Also Abner. Then also Abner went to speak into the ears of David, who was in Hebron, Bechevron. Okay, remember David's stronghold was in Hebron. That's where he was. Okay, and notice what he spoke. That's what is uh, the et indicates. Um, so he, Abner also spoke in the ears of Benjamin, and then he went. Also Abner went to speak into the ears of David in Hebron, all which was good in the eyes of Israel. Namely, all the wishes of Israel. All right? And uh, in the eyes of the house of Benjamin. So in other words, both Benjamin and Israel wanted to join David. So Abner was greasing the skid, so to speak. So he went and talked to the leaders of Israel. He went to talk to the leaders of Benjamin. And then he sent messengers to David to tell him the wishes of these countries. All right? So Abner... I mean, when you think about it, was doing a, was a great man here, bringing kind of peace to the kingdom. I mean, he had enough of Ishbosheth, probably enough of the war and everything that was going on. Okay. Um, qu questions up to that point. Okay. Yeah. Because Benjamin, it was in the south, located more in the south with Judah, and Benjamin and Judah were usually seen together. And remember, Benjamin Saul was from the tribe of Benjamin, so you probably have some political alliances. It's probably a touchier situation than with the other tribes. I mean, you know, there's a lot that's kind of not being said here, but you can kind of see the, the tensions between the north and the south already at this time. David, remember, united the kingdom. The kingdom was united under Solomon. Then what happened after Solomon? Broke up again. See, so you already see uh, things weren't rosy before David either. Um, all right, the end of verse 20 then. Ve'ito esrim anashim. Vayas David lavner ve'la anashim asherito mishteh. And with him, namely with Abner, were esrim 20 anashim. 20 anashim, 20 men. 
Okay, and David made vayaas. See the root? What's the root? Asa. Notice the hay drops off as you would expect in the vav consecutive. David made for Abner and for the men who were with him a mishta, a feast. All right. Verse 21. Vayomer Abner el David. Then Abner said to David, Akuma matata. Just kidding. There's no matata. Akuma ve'eleka ve'ek betzael Adoni hamelek et kol Yisrael. Okay. Notice what you have with the akuma and the eleka. At the end of those words, what are those things called? Okay, they could be directive haze if it was nouns that they were at, but these are verbs. So these are cohortative forms. Notice that these are all imperfect. Akum and a lake. Then you add the hay at the end of them. And it's kind of conventionally translated, let me rise. So this is a call, cohortative from kum. And then this is from halak. So let me rise and let me go. Now notice a third one, the ekbetsa, and let me gather. All right, to my lord, I don't need to my lord the king. Notice how how Abner is addressing David. He said, "My lord the king." Remember, Abner was supporting Ishbosheth, so notice the the way he talks is even switched. He switched loyalties. So let me rise, let me go, and let me gather to um, my lord the king at Kol. All Israel. Okay. The yik revu it it ka berit, and so that they might make from karat with you a treaty berit, so that they might make a treaty with you. Okay. Umalakta, and you will reign over all which ve. Nafsheka, which your heart desires. Okay, let me kind of look at that again. So notice how you have the cohortative, Akuma, let me rise, let me go, let me gather to my Lord the King, all of Israel, so that they might make a treaty with you. Notice that that's a Vav plus imperfect from uh, Karat. Notice how in a text like this, you can use different verb forms, because the next verb form is a Vav plus, is that perfect or imperfect? That Malakta. It is a perfect form. Notice second masculine singular perfect. So they, he switches very easily from a vav imperfect to a vav plus perfect. All right. Um, and the translations, notice it's, it's kind of in the same context. I will rise, I will go, and I will gather um, to my Lord the King all of Israel so that they might uh, make a covenant with you and so that you might rule over all which your uh, soul desires, your nefesh desires. Te'aveh. Notice that that's a PL, imperfect, third feminine singular from um, Aleph, Vav, He, from Ava, to desire. Okay? All right, then the end of the verse, Vayeshalech, so David sent at Avner. So David released Avner, uh, that's a PL from Shalach, and he went Beshalom, in peace. Okay? So David had a feast, they made this agreement. Um, Abner's going to go gather Israel and there's going to be peace and David uh, went peacefully away. Okay? Or we'll do one more verse here. Vehine 
Avde David veYoav ba. Oh, this is good. May hagedud veshalal rav imam heviu veAvner einenu im David bechevron ki shilcho vayelek beshalom. Okay, notice the repetition in Hebrew narrative. Vehine. Now look, the servants of David, and this probably refers to his troops, the servants of David and Joab. Uh oh. Remember who Joab was? The general that was in charge of David's army. So Joab and Abner were counterparts. What had Abner done in book one? He had killed Joab's brother. So Joab didn't like Abner, to say the least. So. So look, the servants of David and Joab, who happened to be, yeah, so Joab came from Hagadud, from the raid. Gadud means raid or raiding party. And Shalal Rav, spoil great. Great spoil with them, Heviu, they had brought. That's a Hifiel perfect from Bo to come in the call to bring uh, in the Hifiel. And great spoil with them they had brought. But Abner, Einenu, was not with David. This is from Ain plus the suffix third masculine singular, Einenu. But Abner was not with David, as we already know, Bechevron in, in Hebron. For Shilcho, that's a piel, perfect, for he had sent him. See, for he had released him, sent him away, Vayelech, and he had gone, Beshalom, in peace. So notice how Hebrew, the narrative, as you'll see, you know, it's repeating itself because. The, obviously, the author of this text wants to emphasize that David had a good relationship with Abner because of what's going to happen next. All right, so he's setting you up already um, by reminding you that Abner's relationship with David was good; that David had sent him away in peace. All right. All right. Any questions through 22? All right. Very good. Well, we will stop there. I got a 12:30 class myself. We'll stop there. And thanks, you guys, for coming. And uh, I'll see you all next week. We'll continue.